Hello, my co-wives. Welcome back to Your Co-Wife Podcast, a podcast for women and wives who are striving to see God and his principles exemplified in every aspect of their lives and are not ashamed and vulnerable enough to accept that they're being formed daily into the image of Christ. I'm your host, Susan Edrama, and today's episode is on a touchy topic because it holds incredible significance in our relationships, in our homes. And today's topic is, it's exactly how I said it, having graceful communication with your husband. It's no news. It's, it's a given. Okay, I won't call it a given, but most times we they know women, or we know women for our mouths. It's a reputation. Women like to talk, or women talk a lot, or, you know, that's, it's just that reputation. Now, I was having one of those unplanned Bible study moments with my husband yesterday. And in the course of the discussion, he mentioned something very significant, and I thought to share it. He said that nowadays, a lot of people see marriage and relationships based on opinions and experiences and not through God's perspective. It got me thinking. He added that most times, we don't even stop to ask, what does God and scripture say about marriage? What does he say about my marriage? What does he say about this particular aspect of marriage? You know, and today's topic, it's actually very normal to hear a lot of people say or hear a lot of speak your truth, not a yes woman. I see the truth as it is. I do not pretend. I'm sure it sounds familiar. Let me not even lie. I used to have that thought line. I just see as it is. I do not pretend. I don't want to be that I want to be known for always saying it as it is, you know, authentic self. Well, I'm not even here to contend or or argue or say it's right or it's wrong. You know, I just want to share what I've learned from scripture. And I think scripture talks about every scripture giving us inspiration, correction, direction, you know. And then it comes to speaking, talking to our husbands. There is a way to speak to our men. Personally, I had to learn this from scripture and after weeks and months of always having arguments and going over it over and over again. I I think I just had to talk to God about it and say, Lord, show me how to properly communicate with my man. So when I first got married, I told myself that I was going to obey scripture. That one was a given. As regards honoring my husband, submitting, you know, what I was taught from home, from church, it was going to be, I would submit to my husband, I would honor him as my head, as my priest. When there was something that I did not even envisage or think I would struggle with, it was my mouth. Like for the life of me, I didn't understand why my mouth was an issue. So we would have discussions and then we would come to a point where we do not agree on a particular issue. We would have these conversations and then my husband at some point he would feel like he didn't like the way i spoke to him and then i would ask uh, in my mind i'm like first off we're having discussions we're talking about it, trying to settle a particular issue and i would ensure that 
I'll be up in my feelings and I will clearly articulate my words so that my point is passed across. And I will do this. And in the midst of this conversation, it's like it just stops. We leave the conversation at hand and we're moving over to, I do not like the way you're speaking to me. Oh, I do not like that tone. And for the life of me, every time I would respond, how did I talk to you? I don't understand what you're saying. What's the big issue? And then he's trying not to say what's not or being upset. He just leaves the conversation. He's upset that I spoke to him in, in that manner or I disrespected him. I am upset, like, guy, so I can't talk. So we can't have conversations. Or what did I even say? I'm just saying the truth. You know, that kind of mindset. I need to go over and over again. And then we will settle. And then we'll come back again. And then we'll find a way around it. And just, you know, keep going. And I remember one day, I was thinking to myself, is it that I can't talk again? This is just me. This is that I can't talk again. Because it's like, you know, we want to have serious conversations. Conversations about... Um, decisions to be made or you know just serious conversations it always ends up in how I spoke how I spoke and we leave the important conversation so I had a message one day and it kind of gave me a glimpse of um, how to speak and it was it was Kingsley Konko I was just listening to one of their messages and what hit me was said something very profound he said when a man says he's disrespected then he's disrespected it's not you are not the one to ascertain that disrespect if he feels that way he feels that way it goes same for the woman when a woman says she's when she feels she's loved then she's loved it's not um the other for the man to feel like oh um i'm loving or i'm showing loving i'm doing loving things to my wife if she doesn't feel she's loved, she's not loved. And it just, it just hits me. I think that was, I just needed to hear that. Uh, you know what? If my husband doesn't like the way I'm speaking, then um, there's something I'm doing that's not right. And I have to take that correction. Then it dawned on me, there's something I'm doing that's not right. And I need to be open to the fact that I need to change in that aspect. I'll be sharing three scriptures that God used to open my eyes to this fact. And... Is helping me daily improve on the way I speak to my husband. So I'm not here as an expert. <laughs> Trust me, I'm still a work in progress. And there are times where I goof. But every time I goof, the Holy Spirit just reminds me. Brings a scripture to mind and reminds me that, oh, see, you have to correct that. There are actually three scriptures I'd like to share. Proverbs 15 verse 1, Amplified Translation. It says, a soft and gentle and thoughtful answer turns away wrath. But harsh and painful and careless words stir up anger. <laughs> you know, when I read this for the first time, I felt like, oh, no. So if my words are not soft, they're not gentle, they're not thoughtful. It means they are harsh, they are painful and careless. And in my heart, I just knew that the way I threw my words around. Yes, I might not use insultive words, obviously. I might not use... You know, hard words. But, you know, there's that way your words just land. And they're harsh, painful, and careless. Trust me. Scripture says they stir up anger. And now another scripture, Proverbs 15 verse 4. It's the Amplified Translation. It says, A suiting tongue 
speaking words that build up and encourage is a tree of life but a perversive tongue speaking words that overwhelm and depress crushes the spirit so it's either you have a suiting tongue or a perverse tongue you can't you can't be in between now are my words building and encouraging even in the most heated of conversations even in correcting my husband even if he made a mistake or he's done something wrong and i'm trying to point out this or we need to make a decision and he's not seeing it from my view or even if i'm right is my tongue speaking words that build and encourage it says it's a tree of life but when my words are overwhelming demeaning depressing always highlighting the fault saying can't you make simple decisions without me can't you make do, do i always have to tell you what to do can't you you know those words they overwhelm and depress and they crush the spirit that one hit me the third scripture is proverbs 15 23 cpt translation it says everyone enjoys giving great advice but how delightful it is to say the right thing at the right time <laughs> you know when i saw this one, i was like <laughs> okay hmm okay susan you are not even you are not even tried in this aspect at all i could have something bothering me and because i do not want it to linger i want us to deal with issues as it comes at the wrongest of time without even considering is it in the right frame of mind to have this discussion is this the right time you know is this how to say it now there's a difference from being afraid but the truth is even scripture says this it is delightful to say the right thing the right time there is a right thing to say and then there's a right time to say okay next scripture i said three but actually there are four the fourth one proverbs 15 28 this is an amplified there's a heart of the righteous thinks carefully about how to answer in a wise and appropriate and timely way but the babbling mouth of the wicked pours out malevolent things <laughs> this just sums it up the heart of the righteous thinks carefully i have to think carefully the word is carefully about how to answer now it's not just carefully it has to be wise appropriate and timely timing here again it says but the bubbly mouth of the wicked pours out malevolent things so if you read proverbs 15 it's really talking about how we speak the tongue how we respond how to make how as a wise person the words you say can either make you as a foolish person marry you there are four things to note as regards the way we speak to our men. The tone in which we speak, the words that we say, the timing, and the fourth one is motive. You know you can say something that is right. Say it in a tone that is disrespectful. And I think this is what tops the list for most women that struggle with how they speak to their husbands. This was top on my list. I could be saying the right thing. See, by all standard, this thing is right. But my turn. And it was my tone. The tone always had a standpoint of, I said what I said, that is it. You know, I'm saying it as it is, and that is it. Regardless of how what I'm saying is coming across, without carefully thinking, you know. So it's important that while you're talking to your husband, while you're having that conversation, while you're pointing out an error, where you're trying to make a decision, watch your tone. Watch how your words come out. Next, your words obviously i don't have to say it there's a way to talk to your husband he's not your child he's not your colleague he's not he's your friend yes but there's a way to speak to your husband as your head you know 
this is something that nowadays we don't really want to talk about or we just for some reason feel like uh-uh, what if he doesn't want me to speak to him in that manner then he shouldn't have married me no careful words pick your words say the right words not insultive not demeaning not depressing pick your word pick your words i don't know how else to say but your words have to be a tree of life your words have to be gentle they have to be thoughtful you can't throw around careless words painful words harsh words this is what you always do you never get things right that's just wrong to say so we have to be careful with our words timing hmm this one you know there's a time because one is getting back from work you know you want to of course it's important that you both spend time together you both relieve your day share what happened to your day with each other but you know there's some conversations that have timing at that point he wants to relax he's not that's not the time to tell him how you told him to do something around the house and he hasn't done it wrong timing in fact you will not even get him to get up and do those things. You understand? It's important that you know when to speak to your husband, especially when it comes to touchy, important. You know, there are some conversations that are very, I want to use the word inflammable for a lack of a better word, meaning that if you don't handle them well, they can fall into an entirely opposite direction from what you expected or wanted so for those kinds of conversations you have to pick the timing carefully you know your husband you know when he's in a relaxed mood you know when he's not bogged with work or thinking of how to get things done you know when he's relaxed you know when he's happy you know when he's receptive the word is receptive that's the time to have those kind of conversations having ticked your tone and your words then the time see if you get this in this order you can have the hardest of conversations and you will scale through unbelievably the fourth one motive now what's the reason we are having this conversation or having this discussion are you having the discussion to make him feel inadequate i wonder why you be doing that are you telling this so that you look good or to make him see that you always point out that he's wrong when he never sees it what is the motive for your conversation why are you even talking do you want to disrespect him i wonder why you want to disrespect your husband but the motive get your motive right you're having this conversation even if there has been for a better word if he's falling short in a particular area the idea you're having the conversation is not to, to demean him or make him feel less the idea is you're a team so you're having this conversation to bring him up to a point where he realizes that he can be better but you say it with careful and soft and gentle words thoughtful words get your motive right why are we having this discussion to make things better to work smoothly as a team to close the gaps and correct the lapses and continue on our journey as one. Well. having this motive would help you with your words and your tone and your timing so you see these four things they are all intertwined together now when it comes to how we speak the words most times our body language <laughs> that is the one that just is it for us either we're shrugging our shoulders we're murmuring we're stomping our feet we're shutting the doors we're giving silent treatment we're giving one word answers yes no come and eat children are ready for school i'm going out you know see you're not communicating well (laughs) i think that's the word you're not communicating well and if that's the way to get his attention 
it's a wrong approach it's a wrong tactic maybe you're thinking oh, you don't know my husband or you see i've tried all these things it's not working i've done this i tried i talked to him at the right time i said the right words i even knew down and i'm speaking to him and yet ask god for help on how to communicate in your home now the two of you were brought together by god I meaning i had a purpose for you and he even knows you so well much more than you know yourselves he created you he knows how you function so ask him for help on how best to communicate with each other as husband and wife your best friend should be the holy spirit ask the holy spirit i'm having challenge speaking to my husband please show me how to speak to him especially when he comes out a couple of times and has told you i don't like the way you speak to me ask the holy spirit he will show you how to do it he is a helper he's the best helper he'll help you with self-control he will help you with your tongue he would help you with the words to say he will help you to say it and not to say it i remember that sometimes that i would have words in my mouth i just have them you know when your mouth is just full and you just want to say it and i'll just hear shh i'm all pain but that shh has adverted a lot of things we need to learn to shush we don't have to say everything but sometimes i would just roll my eyes like i'm like holy spirit just help me <laughs> because i know that it's for the greater good am i saying avoid compositions no that's not what i'm saying but there are some things that are better left unsaid because of timing because of the impact of the words you get the picture so ask the holy spirit also another thing to another important thing to note is remember you're a team regardless of what is happening regardless of the issue at hand the two are becoming one you're a team you see that mindset helps you refrain from saying some things that you would later go and ask god for forgiveness and ask your husband for forgiveness for remember you're a team you're working together it's about the two of you it's about the home it's about the family it's about the greater good so having that every time in your head would help how you speak to your husband the book of james talks about someone who has control of his tongue you know as as a wise person you know having control over your tongue i think i'd like to read that scripture james chapter 3 okay so james chapter 3 verse 2 says indeed we all make many mistakes for if we would control our tongues we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way we can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth and a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go even though the winds are strong in the same way the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire and among all the parts of the body the tongue is a flame of fire it is a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body it can set your whole life on fire for it is set on fire by hell itself it goes on to say people can tame all kinds of animals birds reptiles and fish but no one can tame the tongue so you can read the whole of the scripture i just thought to share that particular scripture as an emphasis on how important it is that we control the way we speak it's important to know that there's a way to express displeasure and hurt. I know a lot of times my husband always says this when I'm upset, I start to speak English. <laughs> but there's a way to express displeasure and hurt. 
understand you have to learn it obviously not yelling yelling will accomplish nothing i seen it over and over again it will accomplish nothing next thing silent treatment is even worse you're not saying what's going on you're just having your face stuck up in the air walking around not speaking and assuming that like, he would magically know what's up he won't know and even if he knows he won't ask because you have mouth to speak so that app doesn't work don't use it it's petty it's not worth it either so in the end this is a process it's not a sprint it's a marathon we are all in work in progress daily scripture talks about dying daily meaning you take up your cross daily and you follow christ meaning daily you have to choose daily to speak with kindness to speak gently soft words gentle not careless not painful not harsh you will fail let me not lie you will fail you will determine today and there's something trust me he will step on your toes so hard it will come out but you will try again tomorrow you would apologize and you will try again tomorrow by the help of the holy spirit you will keep going at it and keep going at it until you begin to notice after a while that you are changing your approach is changing and as you change he begins to change because you're focused on working on you see if it's offense it will always come in life offense will always come with our approach to that offense and makes us better so in conclusion the way we speak creates a safe space in our home you know if you're always speaking harsh words you're always mm, talking down on his opinion always making it negative he's he's not saying he's really think you know they always they follow how to speak that in pigeon but you get it after a while you don't create a safe space sometimes you don't be wondering why he doesn't like speaking to you but it's the way you speak to him when he's excited about something how you, what is your response when he's upset about something what is your response you know it's about your words and the way you speak can create a safe space in your home where even the hardest toughest of things he can tell you even when he messes up he knows all that he hasn't messed up. He can tell you. So, I hope this has blessed you. I'd like to recommend a book. It's Making Marriage Work. The Advice You Need for a Lifetime of Happiness. This is written by Joyce Mayer. This book has blessed me and is blessing me. I don't think you can ever get tired of reading the book. But you can't ex- exactly exhaust reading the book. Um, the times where I need, I just need some insight on something. I just go back. Just go to a chapter. Just read through and the holy spirit just gives fresh inspiration again so i really recommend this book can you read this book it would help um thank you i trust that the holy spirit would help you as you spend time in his word as you talk to him as you allow him lead and guide you in your homes and you would have graceful communications that's the prayer the desire that we as women learn to have graceful communications in our home and make our homes a safe space not just for our husbands but the entire family god bless you thank you for listening